Welcome to the Tradie Success Podcast by Annette Wellsford, founder of Common Sense Marketing and Tradie Marketing Secrets. Annette's on a mission to help honest, hardworking tradies like you to become marketing geniuses. So you end up spending less time on the tools and more time growing a great business. Hi, it's Annette Wellsford here. One of the most common fears that trade business owners have when it comes to marketing is success. What? <laughs> what am I talking about? Well, it's the fear of getting really busy and not being able to cope. I've talked to many of our clients about this and it's totally understandable because nobody wants to be so busy that it all turns to chaos and the customers suffer. So what's the answer? Well, of course, the answer lies with having the right systems in place, with being organised so that you and your team are far more efficient when you're out on the job. In episode 10, I think it was, we talked to Tom Freer of Wintech and he gave us some great advice about having your network set up properly and about ensuring that your systems are secure and backed up and most importantly, investing in support. So it was all around having the right technology. Well, today we have another great interview for you, this time with Clinton Cowan of Tradypad and he shares some fantastic tips on getting the right software for your trade business and getting organised. So, as he mentioned, there's literally hundreds of software programs for you to choose from and millions of apps. It's ridiculous. But if you get the right ones, you could do what one of his clients did. He was able to take a month's holiday in Europe and still run his business from his iPad whilst he was away. (laughs) So, how good would that be? At the end, Clinton provides a wonderful special offer for our listeners, something that I honestly didn't know he was going to do. And we have a great business quote, which ties in neatly with today's episode. So let's dive right in and get super organised. Hi, it's Annette Wellsford here from Trader Success, and today I'm joined by Clinton Cowan of Trady Pet. Is that how you say it? Trady pad, yes. And with the strap line, lose the paperwork, find the time. I love that. Now, Clinton is a plumber by trade and he started Trady pad after setting up iPads and apps in his business to see how things, how technology could revolutionize his business. Um, he and his team have now helped hundreds of tradies work out technology and have a look at what they need and how to use it and um, obviously to make their business a bit more efficient. So welcome, Clinton. Thank you very much, Annette. Thanks for having me. So how long have you been, um, I guess, I assume that you're off the, the tools now? Is that right? Um, yeah, absolutely. I have, um, I ashamed, ashamedly, I have very soft hands now. I don't have tradies' hands anymore. Oh. So off the, <laughs> I've been off the tools for uh, you got bit. office workers' hands. <laughs> I do, I do. I get, I uh, do a bit of a bit of work now, and I get blisters. It's very disappointing. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my business partner Dave, he's still running the the plumbing business, so he's right. still involved in the day to day, and he's, um, I guess, he's our finger on the pulse with the industry, and uh, he's our testing ground for new things that we come across. So, so Dave's still Dave's still uh, still the tradie on cool. the on the office worker now. Right. Okay. Well, let's talk about systemizing business. So this is one of the questions that I get a lot from from my clients. They worry that, um, you know, particularly with growing, that they're not going to be able to run their business efficiently and they need systemizing. So what are the most common issues that 
you find that most tradies face when it comes to systemising their business? Well, I guess if I, I look back to when we first we first got um, our hands on the the iPads, we got a, we got a few of the original iPads when they first came out, and we looked at you know, building a system, I guess of of um, uh, of some kind. But the whole idea of systemising was very foreign uh, to us when when we first started. It wasn't something that was I guess we were educated about when we did our trade or we did our license course. So I think the most, the, the first common issue is understanding what a system does and how it works. Um, so we, we do, we get so busy with our day to day jobs and our day to day business operations that we don't stop to think that there is a system here, that there is a process that we go through of booking in jobs and doing scheduling and doing invoices and doing job cards. So I think that's probably the first one is coming to a realization that there is a process there mm. and that it can be systemized um, and and thinking about it the right way to break your, your processes down into steps of what you do um, and how you do it and, and I guess coming to that realization that there is a system there. Right. So then I guess the issue that we come across with most of our clients is they look at the options that are out there now that are technology-based with job management tools and project management tools and trying to wade through the variety of things that are there and work out what they do and what they don't do and have enough time to spend um, some valuable um, kind of data entry of getting some information into these various systems and or various tools to get a feel for what they could do. That's probably the main issue that we come across is not is not having enough time to do that properly and make an educated decision on what the right tool is going to be for them. Yeah, and I guess too that um, not only would they not have the time, but they might they probably wouldn't have the knowledge either. Yeah. Um, you know, because some of these programs, so when you first get them, you look at them, you think, "What am I supposed to do with that?" Um, yeah. So it's, they're not immediately obvious, are they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. So we've talked about. Okay, so the common issues are, you know, basically realising that you do need a system and you have already got a system. It's just a case of recognising it Um, and then finding, you know, something to help you. And I guess the third thing is, you know, what are the the benefits of systemising? Apart from making you more efficient, I guess it helps you to grow your business because everything's done the same way all the time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I had a, a session with a client this morning. We have uh, we have these toolbox sessions once a month with our clients where we catch up to talk about what's happened throughout the month and uh, drive the education about the various tools that we've set up. And uh, one of my clients this morning, Harley, he's just got back from a trip um, overseas. He did a month in Europe um, and left um, the business in the hands of um, his guys that work for him. And he was able to, while he was away overseas, he was able to monitor the business and keep his finger on the pulse with with the jobs that were being put in and the scheduling and the invoicing and the quoting. So that was all going into his job management tool. And because it was online and it's cloud-based, he's able to access it from anywhere. So he took his iPad with him while he was away and he was able to log in and monitor all this stuff. And when he got back, yeah, there was a few little fires he had to put out, a few things, but it's the first holiday that he'd had for four years. Wow. Yeah. How good is that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's get stuck right in, shall we? So what kind of functions can you get now that, you know, what, are the, what do people need? 
Well, it's it depends on the type of business and the type of work that they're doing. I, I put a bit of a, a separation between job management and project management. Mm-hmm. The job management for a typical tradie uh, entails creating a customer record, creating a job, doing some scheduling. So say a plumber or an electrician, you might have a maintenance job or a service job where you need to book in some time to go and uh, do an inspection or whatever it might be. So um, job management is all about the uh, ability to create that data out um, on the run and do some scheduling and log some information from the field, might be photos and time and materials, and create an invoice or a quote on the spot. So job management mm-hmm. is all about replacing what's typically done in uh, paper, job diaries, or sorry, diaries, job cards, invoice books, quote books, um, replacing all of those processes, um, paper processes, with something electronic that ties all of that, all of those components together. So um, typically with a job management system, when you create a job, um, it, it gets a, a number or an identifier and that job becomes the bucket for all of that job info. So the client details, the photos, the files, the notes, the time, the materials, the invoices and quotes and everything. Um, and um, typically job management is there may be multiple jobs a day where you're having to manage the scheduling and, and complete the job process out there on the road. Whereas project management is a bit less focused on the scheduling and the multiple jobs each day and a bit more focused on the analysis and the ongoing collection of the data or the information about what's happened on the job. So uh, it might be logging of time and materials on an ongoing basis and then keeping a running tally of how much your labour has cost you, how much your materials have cost you, comparing that to what you'd quoted or what you'd estimated, being able to do progress invoicing and progress billing um, and you know, not having to go and visit four or five different sites each day. You're on site on the one site the okay. whole time. So that would be more like for your builders, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or, and even plumbers and, and electricians and typical trades that are doing more construction work right. than maintenance or service work. Okay. Yeah. So, so, um, builders are a perfect example where they require project management because a building project is made up of lots of sections or components or cost centers as they're sometimes called and with a a big project might be a million dollar project we want to break that down into pieces and track time and track materials against the components so that we can start getting some visibility on how we're tracking on the various areas and keeping a finger on the pulse with how we're going on estimated versus actual and where we've got to focus on different areas okay so Project management, I guess, is a bit more, uh, a bit more uh, complex with um, sections or pieces of the project, and and having that reporting and data analysis on an ongoing basis. So, okay, so we've looked. You've got job management and you've got project management. Is there any other categories of um, software that you um, help people with? Uh, that's probably the, the top level. Then if we make a determination that we need some job management, we'll then look at the kind of uh, information that needs to be uh, needs to be collected or the type of jobs that are being done, what we want to be able to collect from the field um, and and more importantly, what how we want to report on the jobs. Um, and another really important thing is where the business is being operated from because a lot of Speaking from my experience, we didn't have we had we had four or five guys out on the road. We didn't have someone in the office full time that was able to field phone calls and 
uh, booking all our jobs on a computer, um, we had to do all that from the field. So we needed a tool that would allow us to manage the business from anywhere, not mm-hmm. just from a computer. Yep. So that's, that's probably a big controlling factor in which uh, of the job management systems is going to be applicable for a particular client. So, Okay. So you mentioned earlier that, um, you know, one of the things that most tradies, in fact, you know, let's just extend that. It would be most small businesses just don't have the time or the skills to do is to, you know, um, is, is to buy, well, to, to properly analyze all the systems available. You are talking, let's, let's just get something straight here. You are talking about, you, you don't develop software, do you? You, you actually see what's on the market and, um, and, and analyze it all and test it all and, Exactly. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So that's probably the first thing I should have said. Trady Pad is not an app. <laughs> right. so we get asked that question all the time. What does your app do? But we're not an app. We're, we're a, what we call a, a cloud integrator or a cloud service provider where we are completely independent of all the software companies that are out there and we provide setup and training services for a whole range of different job management and project management tools. So the first step of working with a client, if we have someone that comes to us and says, I want some help with technology, what do I do? The first step for us is to do what we call a scoping session mm-hmm. where we spend some time with the business and learn about what they do, how they do it, what the requirements are, whether it's job or project management like we spoke about, where the business is being run from, where the business is going in the future, so you know, scale, whether we need something that's going to be really scalable and then help the business owner look at the the alternatives that are out there and make a decision on what's going to be the best fit and why it's going to be the best fit. And then if that's something that we work with as a setup and training partner, then we can provide some assistance with getting it all up and running, uh, teaching everybody how to use it, both from the admin side, so the business owners and the business admin people and the field staff, so getting field staff in to do some training on how they uh, are going to use this and how it's going to affect their life. So basically... Um, hold the, the business's hand throughout the whole process and get it all up and running in as short a time period as possible and as painlessly as possible and let um, the business owner focus on what they're good at, which is running the business and making money, and we focus on what we're good at, which is the software setup and the, uh, the training and implementation um, and get it all live and, and active. Okay. So... I know from my own experience, and it's not in the in this area, but with other types of software, that there's just so many available um, these days. Um, you know, just even even in accounting packages alone, there's you know there's four majors and a heap of small ones. So how yeah. do you how what sort of criteria do you put them through when you're going to select which ones that you're going to offer? Um, do you have like choices in each category, or just yeah. one, or how does that work? Yeah, there's choices in each category, and and like you said, there's there's new ones popping up left, right, and centre. I'm constantly monitoring the things that are um, coming up, and and what features and functionality they have, and how they fit into the the whole space of um, of all of the other other products. But we we like to pick what we call best of breed, where uh, we look at the reliability, the longevity of the product, what the features and functions are. Um, you know, the, what, where it fits into the whole, uh, kind of space of what businesses it works for. Um, and 
um, and just make sure that we've got something that's going to be a good long-term um, solution for our clients because mm. we had to learn this the hard way. We worked with a, a software company quite a little while ago where um, it was a, a great product in the early days, but there were some dramas with it, uh, with some uh, a bad release of some functionality that really affected our clients and, and really affected our business because um, overnight some, some functionality was rolled out that wasn't tested and um, and really affected the operations of these businesses overnight. Oh, good so, on them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> gee, that's yeah. handy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So... Now it's a matter of looking at, um, yeah, what is the, how, how do the development schedules work? How does this, what are the testing procedures in place for the products? What's the reliability like? What's okay. the, yeah. And, and I guess too, how complicated they are to use. I mean, I've seen some that, you know, you virtually need an engineering degree to figure out how to use them and you don't need that when you're out on the job. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Mm. Okay, so so you spend all your time checking out software by the sense of <laughs> keeping up with what's going on. Yeah, that's a that's a big portion of the time, and that's that basically harks back to the early days of when we first started TradyPad. I spent so many hours just going through the app store, and this was back in the early days of the iPads when there was maybe two or three hundred thousand apps. Now there's over a million apps. Oh. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, but. We've got we've got some channels that we uh, that we keep an eye on of kind of industry uh, distributions of uh, software information and uh, we're on kind of mailing lists and stuff of, of things that are coming out and a lot of uh, notifications set up just to keep an eye on certain certain products and certain things and when we come across something that's getting to a point of being uh, a good option and, and fitting into a gap that we that we uh, that it's otherwise not filled, then we'll take it on board as, as one of the products in our suite um, after lots of testing, of course. Mm. Um, but um, uh, there's yeah, there's a lot now. Yeah, uh, I've got about four or five on my plate at the moment that we're dealing with just at early stages of of discussions and and looking at what they do and how they do it um, that are <laughs> that are going to be uh, that are going to be part of the suite. So it makes it hard. From our side, not hard, but it's a challenge from our side of things for all of our staff and our um, our project managers, as we call them, to be across all these different products. So what I've what I've done with in the early days of TradyPad, I was by myself. I did everything. I did all the sales. I did all the setup. I did all the training. I did all the support. Uh, but there's now uh, a whole team of us in the business, and we all have our focuses and our, and our niches. Um, so we'll have people that just do the job management products and know those inside and out. We'll have people that just do the project management tools and know those in and out. Um, and um, when we take someone on, they go through you know, focusing on specific products and getting to know them 100% before moving on to the next one. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's a good way to be because, uh, look, as anybody knows, if you're going to do everything yourself, you, you're never going to grow very very much as a business. Um, it's right. physically impossible. And um, yeah, it's better. So yeah, that's um, that's good that you've you've gone that way. So that was leading into my next question was actually about the um, you know once you've done the scoping and decided which is the best kind of um, systems that a particular company needs, do you like then go to their 
location and physically install everything for them on their computers and phones and iPads and everything? Yes, we do uh, a range. We provide a couple of different options around our what we call implementations. We can either do it on site where we can go to the place of business and we can uh, we can get uh, face-to-face, do all the setup and all the training, but the vast majority of our projects now are done online. So we do it through uh, through some tools, uh, online tools. We use a tool called GoToMeeting where we're able to catch up online um, through the computer where we can uh, provide training, we can share screens, I can bring my phone and my iPad up onto the screen and show you what I've got on the screen and talk you through clients and their stuff through setup and configuration and obviously training. So the the, um, online option is so much more convenient, so much more uh, cost effective and so much more, um, I think it's a better learning experience as well because if we do we do an on-site project, we might go and spend a full day on-site with a client and that day is made up of a lot of learning mm. and a lot of information to take in over a, a one-day period, whereas with our online projects, they're done in blocks of two hours over a you know, space of a week or a couple of weeks. Oh, that's better. Yeah. And, yeah. And get a chance to bite-sized pieces, get a chance to think about what we've covered specifically and come up with questions and um, and kind of digest it and before we move on to the next session. So we do a mix. We do a mix of, of on-site and, um, and remote. Um, but, yeah, we do either way we go. We do um, either talk through or, or do, the, do it ourselves where we set up the devices, set up all the accounts uh, and then train uh, or create the workflows uh, around the, the various products that we've set up and then train everybody on how to use it all. And you provide that service all over Australia? I guess you do. Sure do. Yeah. We've got clients from uh, a lot of clients here in Sydney, uh, all on the eastern seaboard, but lots of clients over in the west now. Uh, we've got um, clients up in the northern areas of Western Australia. We've done a few projects up there now. Wow. Out in the. Um, and what kind of south. trade? What kind of businesses? Trade businesses do you use your services, and what size are they? Sizes range. It's the whole. It's the whole kind of scope from sole trader through to to enterprise level. Uh, trade businesses. I did a scoping session this morning with an electrical business that have 50 guys on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went through that. They obviously have quite a few people in their admin team and they have quite a, a clear system already, but it's a matter of analysing that system and working out what tools they can use that are going to work for their guys in the office and their guys out in the field. So um, we kind of go the, the other end of the spectrum to the sole traders um, Sole Trader has the same kind of process. They've got the same kind of requirement. There's just not as many people yeah. doing it. So um, it's it's a it's a huge range of of sizes um, and industries. The same thing. Lots of lots of tri- traditional trades of plumbers and electricians and builders, but lots of uh, of random service providers and and um, trades as well. Plastering businesses, and we've got. Uh, we've got we've got mobile car wash. We've got mobile mechanics. We've got oh, anyone okay. that's got a, anyone that's got a mobile team or a mobile requirement where you're not in an office, you're not sitting at a computer all day. You've got to run your business from the field, or you've got people out in the field doing work for you. They're a they're a good option, or they're a, a good candidate for us because it's all about um, collaboration. So being able to uh, share information between people within the business. And uh, all around mobile devices, so yeah. uh, phones and tablets, and being able to 
access the information or access the jobs um, in a live format where it's as I create a job. If I'm the business owner, I get a phone call from someone and I need to create a job and I need to give it to one of my guys, I can do that on my phone or on my iPad or on my computer and that instantly gets fed out to the guys in the field and they can then see who, what, when, where. Um, they can then log some time, log photos, log materials, and that's instantly fed back to me in the office or in the field, wherever I am. But it's that live feed of data flowing backwards and forwards. Wow. And, and single entry, that's a really important piece to talk about, is single entry of information so that stuff's not having to get duplicated over and over again. The oh, old, yeah. Way, yeah, old that- way of doing it, of writing it on a job card, writing it in a diary, writing it in an invoice book, and then that having to be interpreted and put into an accounting system, that's gone. Well, even I think recently than than even that, I think just um, it's only really been in the last couple of years, hasn't it, that um, single entry has become quite feasible because, you know, like there's still, I think there are still some systems, not many, but still some systems where they don't talk to each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's the what, what, what I call traditional software products that are program-based, where yeah. there might be a, uh, you get given a, a disk or you've got to download some software and install it on your computer. That really limits the capabilities of integration or communication between products. Right. So a good example of that is accounting software. Yep. Okay, so you do accounting, you, you install accounting software for people? Well, we don't do the accounting side ourselves. We're not bookkeepers, we're not accountants, we're not specialists in the financial software, mm-hmm. um, but we do what we call the operational software that uh, works hand-in-hand hand with the financial software. So we have uh, we have constantly people coming to us saying, I want to move to a cloud-based accounting program, um, and we will advise on the best option for them because mm-hmm. we can look at it from the business owner's perspective on what they're going to do. But the actual setup and the training and the conversion from the old system to the new system, we leave that up to the specialists that are specific partners with the various products. So Zero, for example, yep. we've got a network of Zero partners that we work with all around the country that can provide the setup and provide the training and provide the advisory around get moving to zero and how to use it properly but then we work hand in hand with that in configuring the tools the job management or the project management tools to bolt on to zero to feed the information in and out so it's a real team effort mm. and i'm a firm believer of um being is focus on what you're good at and what you do um and uh, work with a network of people that can provide focused specialized services with the other things that we don't do so that's what we've done over the last four years is build this network of trusted advisors that we work with that do things like marketing like yourself and um, all the financial advisory and and set up with accounting software and um, uh, all the other bits and pieces that go together. Oh, no, that's good. And I agree entirely. I have so many of my clients ask me, you know, questions outside the scope of marketing and it's to do with systems and, you know, emails. How do I get emails on my phone and, you know, all that sort of stuff and, Quite frankly, I'm so glad to pass them over to you because it's not an area that I understand a lot about or want to. Like you've got to stick with your core business, I think, and work with a series of of experts who are very good at what they do. Um, just one more little question here. Um, you, you mentioned earlier, I don't know if it was today or another time I was talking to you, you talk about a business operating platform. Yeah. And I just... 
give, could you just explain what, what is, is that like a piece of hardware or is it software? Is it both? Well, what is that? A bit of both. It's a bit of both. So it's what we, whenever we work with a client, we want to build this thing that we call a business operating platform. And it's the technology that's used within the business to run the business, to run the operations. So it's made up of hardware, like you said, so devices, because it's all being this whole um, change in the industry um, with what the technology is doing is being driven by the fact that we've got computers in our pockets now. We've got these phones and we've got these tablets and we've got these things that we can use where in the past taking a laptop out in the field or a desktop obviously wasn't viable but now we've got these things that are constantly connected to the internet that are and that have amazing processing power. So we want to make sure that the devices within the business are set up correctly and that they're, they're, uh, the clients or our customers know how to use them to their potential um, and um, and basically just make sure that the device the devices are being um, are being structured correctly. So the first this business operating platform we we create is made up of devices, communications, financial software, and operational software. Oh, okay, so right. Yep. So you've covered all the whole sort of everything they need. Yeah, exactly, around technology. Mm. So the hardware being the devices, communications is a big one. So you mentioned emails, yep. having a good, solid email platform and a professional email address, yep. not a big pond or an office <laughs> net. Gmail or, or something, uh, yeah. Exactly. Yep. So. Um, having a good professional email address that can point people to your website mm. and can drive a bit of traffic to your you know, online presence. So you know, we we uh, we work with a product that Google provides called Google Apps, which is a it's a communication platform for the business, but primarily it takes care of your emails. And the best thing it can do for your emails is make your emails all synchronized across your devices. So if you get an email on your phone and you read it on your phone that email then shows up as red across all your other devices. If you delete it off your phone, it deletes across all your other devices. You know, I only just recently got onto Google Apps and it's I think it's the you know, the most amazing thing since sliced bread. Because yeah. before I had to, you know, delete it from the phone and then go and delete it from the computer and then delete it from the iPad. But yeah. now it just syncs and it just does it all magically yeah. itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. It. and the other the other really important one there is your sent items. So if in the past with a, a typical email setup, you'd send an email off your phone and that would show up in the sent items on your phone, but it wouldn't show up in sent items on your computer oh, or on your iPad. I didn't so know that. Mm. I, so many times back when I was when I was plumbing, so many times I had to go back to the office to find an email that I'd sent off the computer to a builder or an, an architect right. or an engineer or something. Yeah. That's just a massive waste of time. Absolutely. So synchronizing of all those sent items across all your different devices is a huge time saver. And I believe you also um, will look at Office 365 if Google, Google Apps isn't suitable. Is that yep. right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So they're, they're very they're very similar project products in their functionality. Um, Office 365 is a great product for people that have a lot of uh, files or um, or a lot of uh, use of the Microsoft suite of products, the Office mm -hmm. suite of products with Excel and Word, um, and they spend a lot of time on the computer in those products, yep. whereas Google's, Google's got their own versions of Excel and Word. Mm -hmm. But I guess Google's a bit more focused on – Google Apps is a bit more focused on the mobile device side of things, so some really good apps that you can use on your phones and your tablets – to view those documents and create the documents. But in terms of functionality, they're very similar. It's a matter of finding the right fit for the, for what the business needs.
Wow. There's a lot to it, isn't there? There is. There is. But when we break it down, we break it down in the scoping session and look at each of the components and what devices have you got, what devices are you going to need, do we need to look at emails, how's your financial software going, do we need to look at changing that, and then the operational software kind of slots in there with job management or project management or whatever. So when you break it down and you put all the pieces together and you look at how they talk to each other, it's quite straightforward. But I guess it's a matter of working out what the right tool for the job is. And um, just to just to sort of finish there, um, so once you've got people all set up and they've got their systems up and running, and um, yeah, you 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 catch up with them regularly to do these toolbox sessions to see how else you know what else you can help with or if they're using things properly, or whatever. But what happens if they're sort of got a bit of an issue and they're you know they're out on a building site somewhere and they can't get something to work or they don't understand how to make something to work? Can they? Do you provide sort of support or do they need to go to the software people to do that? It can go either way. We do provide support. So our support is independent of the software companies. Uh Um, So each of the software companies we work with have their own support teams and uh, they we generally speak to them whenever there's an issue with the software. So if there's a functionality issue of the software, but nine times out of ten, the inquiries that we get for, for our support, we've got someone full-time dedicated to support, a customer service manager, his name's Roger. He uh, fields all our phone calls and email inquiries and answers questions and solves problems. Um, And nine times out of ten, the queries and the questions that we get are to do with workflow or to do with specific the specific way we've set things up for Uh, their business. Yep, so you can solve it for them then and there. Exactly. Whereas if if they were to go back through the software company, you'd have to explain how it's been set up for you and what it's doing. And if it's not something that's software related, then sometimes you can end up with a bit of a dead end. Um, so, so yeah, our support, I think, is a really important piece for what we do because you know, I know from my experience, my, Dave, my business partner, he's, um, he's not the most technologically savvy person in the world. So I'm his, I'm his uh, lifeline there and he calls me and says, oh, why is it doing this? Why is it doing that? Um, how do I fix this? So, I think having that person that you can call that understands your system and what's been set up and understands your business, I think that's a really important business partner to have. So, yeah, we really push that. Um, We want to have a long-term relationship with our clients where we are kind of like the IT department for trades. Mm. And that's a bit of a weird thing to say because we've never had to have IT departments before. (laughs) No. But you see on site now, everyone's got a computer in their pocket with their phones and their iPads and, you know. We're, tradies, we're, tradies these days are completely different kettle of fish to what they were even 10 years ago, I think, you know. Um, you, you're right, they've got their own IT department, they've got their own, you know, technology, they've, they've got their own websites where, you know, they've got their own marketing department, which is us. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> some, some cases. Um, you know, it's and it's it's really about running the business, isn't it? Then um, yeah. it's just as important, if not more important, than turning up and doing the work. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. Because we're, we're we're doing this, we're running this business for a reason. We want to make some money. We're not doing it because, well, some people are doing it because they love it. But yeah, you know, we get up and we go and do our jobs because we we've got to make a bit of money here. So we want to do it as efficiently and effectively yes. as we can, so we can make as much money as we can. Yeah, absolutely. So, and and um, also, I, I guess making. Um, 
the customer experience, yeah, and that's one of my my key uh, passions, is to ensure that the customers get a fantastic experience when dealing with people because that's a key differentiator. And for example, one of the things I saw recently, which just blew me away, was uh, we had a a tradesperson come to our house to to give us a quote, and um, he was um, he was he, he sent me a text at seven minutes um, and said, I'm on my way, I'll be there in seven minutes. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're kidding. That's, that's outstanding. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, inquisitive me, I had to have, I had to find out. So he showed me on his iPad and he said, uh, and there was a link, I could actually track him and see yeah, what yeah. he was taking. And that just, that's really changed the game. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the products that we work with, a product called ServiceMate, right. which has some really cool, unique functionality that you don't find a lot of other products. And one of those things is that notification to the client to say that you're on the way and you're this far away in a number of minutes, and they can track your progress on and that's coming to the house. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, so in terms of, you know, not only can this technology improve your your, your workflows and you systemize your business so you can scale so you can go on holidays but you can also delight the customer that's right yeah, yeah. and that's one the, of the, the bookkeeper and accountant happy all in the one go <laughs> yeah. everyone's happy i um it's one of the things i noticed when we first started using our ipads this was you know, four years ago when uh seeing a tradie with an ipad was rather unique but the 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 um customers uh the way that the customers reacted when we'd pull out the iPad and you'd create an invoice there on the spot or you'd create a quote there on the spot, um, that they, the, the difference in the professionalism I think was huge. Yeah. And yeah. we have this, unfortunately, traders have got this stigma attached to them where, you know, they don't turn up on time, they never send the quotes through, they never send the invoices through, they've got their butt cracks hanging out. Um, that is changing. You know, yeah. we, we are now business people that have all of the tools at our disposal that the rest of the business world has had for decades. <laughs> and, we can, and we can really start to show that we are business people running our businesses professionally. And that's, I guess that's why I'm so passionate about what we do with TradePay because I can see it's making a really positive change to the industry and it's really progressing things uh, in leaps and bounds. Whereas before we've been, we've been, um, I guess, um, strangled by pens and papers mm. and having to, to run things the old way. Yep. Uh, and the consumers didn't understand that. They've been using it. Someone that's in an office all the time that uses their calendar and they've got their reminders notifying them about appointments and, and all that kind of thing. We never had that before, but now yeah. we do. So we, uh, we can hit the accelerator and, and really, uh, and really optimize our businesses. Oh, look, that's fantastic. We're on the same page. Um, I, I'm very excited about the the, uh, the business changes or the changes to the business side of running things for tradies. And um, this is just the icing on the cake. Well, it's, the, it's, it's a fundamental. If you don't have technology and you're not running your business in an efficient way and not using technology to help you do that, yeah. you're not going to survive yeah. very long. That's right. Yeah, you're, gonna you're not going to be able to take any time off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Listen, it's been illuminating um, and fascinating. And uh, if people, if our listeners would like to um, find out more, um, the first step, as you mentioned, is they they contact you and you would set up a uh, a scoping session to, to yep. see, um, you know, what 
what they need. So they can do that by going to tradypad.com.au. I'll put a link in the show notes. Yep. And yep. or Great. there's a phone number there they can call. Yep, absolutely. Okay. That'll that'll go through to uh, Scott, who's our inquiries manager. So he he'll um, make contact and explain the process and just talk about what we do with the scoping session. And yep. there is cost involved in our scoping session because I'm you know we're spending our time on. Um, helping the business owner understand what systems are going to work for them and why it's going to work for them. Uh, we do charge $250, mm-hmm. including GST, for the scoping session. Okay. Um, and uh, I guess that's more of a qualifier than anything. We, we want to know that uh, we're spending time with a business owner that's ready to make some changes and ready to make some some positive progress in their business. So, you know, we don't want to waste time with people that are just kicking tires. Yep. So we charge for the scoping session. Um, and if the client, you know, we put, we then put together a proposal around, uh, what the right product's going to be and, and how we can implement that. If the client decides to go ahead with that implementation, then the cost of the scoping session comes off the cost of the project. Oh, great. So okay. Yeah. That a, makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. And if, um, as an added bonus, if, um, anyone that's listened to the podcast, if, uh, if you do come through and you mention to, to Scott that you've listened to Annette's, uh, Annette's podcast and you've, you've got our details through the podcast, then, uh, we'll bring the, uh, cost of the scoping session back to $200 instead of $200. Oh, well, thank you. That's fantastic. So remember that folks just mentioned that you heard Clinton on the Trady Success podcast. And you get a bit of a discount. Love it. Well done. Thank you very much for offering that. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Great. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Annette. Thanks for having me. No problem. Don't know about you, but I got heaps out of that chat with Clinton. He's very passionate about technology, isn't he? Great to see. And what's really good about Clinton, I guess, is that he's the real deal. He's a techno geek who loves helping people get organized, but he's also a tradie. What a perfect combination. So here's my key learnings from my chat with Clinton. Number one, you all have a system in your business. You just maybe don't recognize it yet. Your system is the way that you do things. So things are always done efficiently and consistently for every customer day in, day out. Number two, in this day and age, there is no need to be scribbling on bits of paper anymore. No paper diaries, no bits of paper, no job sheets. They're just not needed. There are so many easy to use job management systems, diary management systems, job scheduling systems and quoting systems that, and even project management systems that integrate together with your accounting system. So there's no, you know, doubling up later on or double, double entry as we call it. But it really is a case of choosing the right system or systems for your particular operational needs. Number three, if you have the system set up properly, you don't need someone in the office, perhaps. Or you don't need to be spending hours and hours at night or on weekends doing paperwork. Because if you're set up properly, you can be taking inquiries, providing quotes, scheduling work with your team, notifying customers of your ETA, issuing invoices and receiving payments all from your phone or your iPad. And number four, and this to me was the key one. The public perception of tradies being rough, disorganized and unreliable is changing, has changed. Tradies are now business people and you now have all the tools at your disposal that the rest of the business world has had for decades. And you can really start to show that you are business people running your business professionally. 
So if you'd like Clinton and his team to assess your needs, to recommend the most suitable software and apps for your business and to help you get systemised, get in contact with them. And don't forget to mention that you heard them, uh, heard him on Tradey Success Podcast so that you save $50. So you can go head over to uh, tradeypad.com.au and get yourself sorted. And today's quote, I think... Uh, it is really ties in beautifully with today's discussion and it comes from J. Willard Marriott, the founder of that worldwide hotel chain. And he said, it's the little things that make the big things possible. Only close attention to the fine details of any operation makes the operation first class. How true. <laughs> So, yep, head over to tradypad.com.au and get yourself sorted there. If you want more marketing help, that's what we do. And we're very passionate about the marketing that we provide. Check out our list of services at tradysuccess.com.au forward slash services. We help with things like websites, copywriting, social media marketing, graphic design, brochure design, a whole lot more. If you'd like to learn marketing yourself, um, and you don't really have the time or the inclination to go to uni, we can help. We've put together a special tradie marketing course, so you or any of your team members can learn more about how to market your trade business. And it's all the, all the information, all the examples are all around trade businesses, not around some other type of business, you know, insurance or something, which has got nothing to do with what you do. You'll learn step-by-step step how to differentiate your business, how to market online, how to get more referrals, and, oh, look, just heaps. It's all over there at marketing, tradingmarketingsecrets.com. It's only 20 bucks a month. How cheap is that? You'll get access to all the fabulous lessons, um, tools, and quizzes to help you become a real gun marketer. And we'll add you into our members-only Facebook group where you can meet other similar tradies and business owners and get answers to your burning marketing questions. I'm in there answering questions every day. So thank you for listening. If you think that uh, this has been a useful podcast um, and that you like what we're doing and you want more, why not share this episode with any other tradies and business owners that you think could find it useful as well. Share it on Facebook or Google Plus or LinkedIn. Let's get the word out there. And make sure that you never miss out on an episode. You can subscribe at iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again soon. Bye now. Well done for listening to this podcast. You've taken another step towards becoming a marketing genius. Visit tradysuccess.com.au to grab the transcript of this podcast and other useful marketing goodies. And take some sort of marketing action today.